listening to the Adam and Kyle podcast, where we hope to ignite inspiration through seeking the extraordinary and the ordinary. We will bring you episodes where we will let you in on our decades-long journey as friends and have conversations with guests about their passions, learning through lived experiences, and what challenges and excites them. Also, listen for bonus episodes that revolve around our shared love for music as we take a deep dive into our favorite bands, albums, and what we're spinning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Here's What's Spinning, where Kyle and I dive into some of our new and favorite music that is coming out. Um, This year so far has been a wild one, lots of stuff to go over, and... We're not even halfway there, so hopefully we can uh, all catch up on everything that we've been listening to. Um, Hopefully you guys are doing a better job than I am at catching up. Yeah, well, (laughs) hey, I give you a lot. Um, So on our last... I enjoy it. Oh, that's good, because I have a lot for you today. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's actually so much, it's kind of crazy. Um, and I even cut a bunch out because I was like, oh, well, this album's not coming out for like two months. So um, before we get into like the the big announcement, which I'm sure you, you know about and maybe people know about, but we on our last week's episode, we had our friend Kyle Majan. And he gave us it was kind of only just like one album or one band to check out did you happen to check them out it was mother love bone yeah and, and they also he also mentioned um temple of the dog so i checked that out as well right thoughts yeah thoughts on that thoughts and feelings so that mother love bone that apple album it was incredible it was a hard-hitting rock album and it reminded me mm-hmm. a lot of gnr oh yeah okay yeah. yeah i really enjoyed listening to it i added it to my uh to my playlist it probably won't be one that i like pick up to listen to as an album but putting it in on my shuffle my liked songs for sure totally yeah i've listened to like both of those bands a little bit before when when i was kind of starting to get into those grunge nirvana stone temple pilots like those kinds of bands yeah and yeah i'd say it's it's right on par with with some of that other some of that other music some of those other albums so Mm -hmm. i definitely really enjoyed it the one happy surprise for me was I was listening to Temple of the Dog and there's that song on it, uh, Hunger Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that song really well. It's one of my favorite songs. And I actually didn't realize that as we were talking about Temple of the Dog last oh. week, that that was Chris Cornell on Temple of the Dog or in Temple of the Dog. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But the one thing about that album that uh, uh, just really stood out is it's a really good reminder that like, Chris Cornell was truly a monster voice in the industry. Like he was truly mm-hmm. at the top of the greats of, of singers, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, before, before I get into the new stuff, is there anything old that you want to revisit or do you want to just fire on through? Um, we can talk a little bit about what I listened to. So I, I listened to, I caught up. We mentioned a few episodes ago the Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight album. Okay, yeah. Um, so I took a listen to that one. Um, I liked how experimental they were with the instruments. Um, I don't have a lot to say about the album in general, but overall it was a really good listen. Like, It's, it's typical of recent Foo Fighters, I think, except yeah. that they did experiment more with instruments, in my opinion. Totally. 
Yeah, they added like a keyboard player and now it seems like Dave Grohl has his daughter and like two other backup vocalists singing with them. Right. It does add a, add a whole layer of fullness to like Dave Grohl's mm-hmm. brand. Yeah, one thing I kind of hope they go back to is like for their last two albums now. Um, so this one in Concrete and Gold, they've been working with um, a new producer, Dave Kirsten. Or Greg, okay. Greg Kirsten, sorry. And he's, he's like a major like pop producer. So like uh, la- Lady Gaga's and stuff like that. And you can really hear that influence. Can, I think so, yeah. for sure. And he even, yep. Greg Kirsten also produced the last Queens of the Stone Age album. And it also had that kind of like cr- really poppy influence. And I mean, like... That's interesting, yeah. I mean, I'm all for bands evolving. But I, I, I also just want the Foo Fighters to make another, like, song, an album full of, like, a pretender kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to experiment for an album or two, cool, cool, cool. And I get that they're, like, getting older and they've been around for a super long time. And, like, they're mm-hmm. still good songs and stuff like that but i'm also ready for dave Grohl to start screaming in my face again yeah exactly he's been kind of going away from the screaming in your face and i miss it me too um on that this album though that we this minutes to midnight uh taylor hawkins really shines on it Mm -hmm. his drum grooves are spectacular and uh like going back in the history of the foo fighters when dave Grohl was doing all the instruments himself and then when he found Taylor Hawkins, I think that this album uh, really showed why Taylor Hawkins fits with Dave Grohl. Like, it sounded like Dave Grohl drumming, hmm. but it was mm-hmm. Taylor. Yeah. 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 He's very underrated in the drumming world, I'd say. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's really good. For sure. Uh, and he's got great teeth. <laughs> yeah, the grimace. <laughs> he does the... Yeah. Oh, man. So funny. Um, they're gonna, I think they're gonna announce, they've been teasing it all week that they're like on their Instagram and Dave Grohl was also, uh, he also co-hosted the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last week, um, which was awesome. Definitely watch it. But on their, on their Instagram, they've been teasing, um, something and I'm pretty sure they're going to announce it, uh, like a worldwide tour coming up here. Oh. Because they, um, they're. Their 25th anniversary was last year as a band. You can believe it. Right. And wow. so they had, and Dave said in interviews, like they had big plans for their 25th anniversary. Then it all got stopped because of COVID. So right. they posted like this photo um, a few days ago of like their 25th anniversary logo. But then someone spray painted like a six over top of the five representing like the next year. <laughs> yeah. And then since then, they've been like putting a new post on their Instagram every single day of like, we're, we're taking it easy this weekend, this Memorial Day weekend, but we're back to business on Tuesday. And they did another post today where it was like, we're back to business tomorrow. And I'm pretty sure because they just released a new album. So I doubt it's a new album, but I'm pretty sure they're going to announce a big tour, which, yeah. 
That'd be cool. I feel like there's going to be a lot of big tours next year. Tell me about it. I, we got tickets to Billie Eilish. Oh, nice. I would love to see that. Yeah. Never thought in my life I would get tickets to someone like that, but. No, but she, she's so good. She is. She's incredible. She really is. Yeah. She's one of the very few pop artists that makes it onto my, like, weekly listen. Yeah. She'll, not today's episode, but, because her album's still pretty far away, but uh, she will be mentioned on a later episode. Nice. Um, any, other, any other back catalog? Yeah, so uh, I'll just kind of run through them a bit here. But yeah. uh, North Lane Clockwork, you asked me to listen to that single. Yeah. Um, I liked the electro hook in it and the vocal hook uh, running out of time, I thought was super catchy. Mm-hmm. Very cool video um, so that kind of deals is, with the lyrical content it, in the song. Okay, you'll have to check out that video. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally listened with some uh, um, focus to Chris Turner. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um he is so good. It he's like it's insane, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's I think it's his kick work, like his kick drum work. It's just very technical and all over the place and like the both the songs 40 Roll and Triggered are instrumentals and they're kind of like electro metal fusion. Mm-hmm. But what he does with his kick drum, I just didn't actually think was possible. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's all him and his feet, like no triggers, no help. Wow. Nothing like that. Cause that was the whole purpose of his, this little like solo album campaign he was doing. Like it's all live takes. Um, and it's all, like one take like if he if he goes through like 90 percent of the song and screws up he restarts and does the one take again holy so smokes. like he's and that's so impressive with these songs <laughs> yeah he's on another planet for sure yeah mars probably probably with elon <laughs> <laughs> they're just having a party up on mars yeah uh i listened to while she sleeps the sleep society album Okay. Uh, I liked it. I don't. Why? Why are all the title song titles in capitals? <laughs> I just that that was the only thing that really like. I think it's just a it's just a thing stylistic thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, overall, I liked the the album. The outro song is interesting to listen to. It's more like spoken word over a repetitive piano piece. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like, not much to say besides I liked it. Fair enough. Okay. What what do you think? Um kind of the same. There's there's a there's a couple of tracks that are like really standout songs to me. Mm-hmm. Um so I find myself more so going it's not like necessarily one of those albums where I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have to go listen to this and listen to it in its entirety." No. And like not enough for me to like like pick up a vinyl of it kind of thing. Right. But yeah, same as you. Like, I, there's a few of those songs that I just picked out and threw onto my Spotify playlist and called it a day. Yep. The ones that you can find on our Here's What's Spinning playlist on Spotify. Link in bio. Um, Yes. Uh, Did you check out Holding Absence? No. 
That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it next week. Next week, I promise, man. <laughs> That's the one that I'm most curious about because I had some. If you listened to past episodes, you I had some pretty high praise for that. Okay. Yeah. No, I I will get to it for sure. I know you told me I don't have to catch up, but I am dead set on catching up. Uh, so I listened to the Rise Against singles. Mm-hmm. So you had suggested listening to Nowhere Generation, but uh, by the time I went to go look, there was the singles, the numbers, and uh, Broken Dreams. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked the song "The Numbers." Mm-hmm. I found Nowhere Generation was okay, and I think that uh, one of the things we talked about—I think it was with Mudge actually—but uh, Rise Against just kind of being like a bunch of old guys trying to be teenage angsty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, Rise Against. You're like we really enjoyed your concert that one time. <laughs> but I mean, they are like probably in their forties now, at least, or more. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, either way, I found that the lyrics on these three singles were a little bit more creative than that review from our, our talk with Mudge. Okay. However, like, um, it was, the, the all three singles were just in line with recent Rise Against, like, lots of, uh, lots of octave work on the guitars, lots of punk beats and, yep. and angsty lyrics. Fair enough. Did you take a listen? Um, I haven't heard the numbers one. I've. I just heard that Nowhere Generation, so I'm going to go listen to that. Because, yeah, Nowhere yeah, Generation was just kind of, it's like, it oh, yeah, here's our radio rock single song to put on the radio kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll listen to that. I'll, also, uh, side note, Tim, Tim McKillrath, the lead singer of Rides Against, is 41 years old. There you go. Oh, okay. So there you go. They are in their 40s. <laughs> uh, okay. Lastly, I spent a bunch of time listening to Teddy Swims. Ooh. Teddy yeah, Swims. And My boy Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh what an incredible voice. Like just Yeah. So good. And not the voice you'd expect to hear out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> or or body. <laughs> or body. <laughs> yeah, he's just his voice has just got such a warmth to it, you know? Yeah, and and also it's it's so technical. Mm-hmm. Like the some of the runs and the riffs he does are just, yeah. I think that like as a an aspiring singer, some of the hardest thing is doing those riffs and and runs and getting accuracy in the notes. And listening to what he's doing is just uh, it's admirable for sure. For sure. Um, on a- um, I listened to his his band Wildheart. Yes, and it's like hard rock country. I like it a lot. Yeah. Do you want to know the sad part though? Is no, those three, <laughs> there's like the three songs I think available. Yeah. Those, I think those are the only three we're ever going to get. I think he said uh, in an interview less. recently or no, it was on like, um, he did like one of those Instagram live chats Yeah. and someone asked him about wild heart and the band is not like necessarily broken up, but he was like, we made those three songs and we might not ever do them ever again. <laughs> uh, that's, that's too bad. They were really fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I listened to the Blinding Lights weekend cover. Yes. Uh, I actually, I prefer it to the original. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Any of the but covers also, he's done have been just incredible. Yeah. I 
listen to Tennessee Whiskey, the uh, Chris Stapleton uh-huh. cover. Holy. <laughs> like, just holy. <laughs> yeah, the guy, is, the guy has some insane chops. Yeah. And then just uh, uh, to kind of wrap that all up, I listened to the whole Unlearning album, mm-hmm. or Unlearning EP, I should say. And uh, just really enjoyed it. The, the music in the background, like we keep talking about his voice and how great it is, but the Unlearning album, I really like what they got going on from a, a songwriting and a band perspective as well. Totally. So that's, that's what I've got for you this week. So I don't know. You wanna okay. Tell me what you got coming up. Yes. Okay. So starting off with the biggest news <laughs> of the podcast, and I think just like big news in general in the music world. And if you're listening to Here's What's Spinning, you're going to get sick of us talking about this band. (laughs) Spirit Box announced their debut full-length album. Oh, yes. Finally. After four years of waiting and four years of releasing just like singles and a couple of EPs. And they, along with the album announcement, announced a new single. So the album I listened to it already. Yeah, me too. So the album that's perfect. So we can talk about it. Um, so the album is yeah. called Eternal Blue, out September 17th on Rise Records. And the new single they announced was called Secret Garden. So you said you listened to it. Tell me what you thought of it. Is is this the first song that they've ever done without any screaming? No, I don't think so. Constance didn't have any screams, did it? Yeah, it does. Right at the end. Yeah. Right at the end. Um, it, does it? It might oh, no, be. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, Either way, uh, yeah. I loved it. The, the melodies were great, and just like I've been listening to it almost on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, just, and, I, just, I just don't understand this band. They can't do any wrong. Really? <laughs> no, I know. They, they've been releasing singles that have just been prime, every single one. Yeah, and this um, one was really, really cool. Like, again, they, they have this way of, like, like you said, is this their one of their songs with no screaming? It's like, even though it has no screaming in it at all, it's still very heavy. Very heavy. Right? And Yeah. And the guitar work in it is amazing and then her voice just like floats <laughs> it's yeah. just i like i just i can't even put words to it but it just floats mm-hmm. and fits so well absolutely and just really well written like yeah a really great chorus really great hooks in it um just like short and sweet again just like everything they do yeah. Um, so I wanted to mention that I, I've said before, like that that I I just think this band band is on the verge of exploding, and yeah, they just had their first um, their first like album, uh, magazine cover feature on Kerrang, which oh, is did cool. They? Um, and nice. a really cool article in there. So you should definitely go check it out just on like Kerrang's website. Um, sure. And Courtney talks a lot about kind of like a little bit of the history of the band and kind of like her 
dealing with her mental illness and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so really cool article. Um, but also, check it out. yeah. But also, I I saw a stat the other day that in one year, in one year's time, their 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 monthly Spotify listeners have gone from ten thousand to over six hundred thousand monthly listeners in the span of a Holy year. Holy smokes! And then, well, I'm not surprised with the singles they've been releasing. Yeah. And then when they announced their uh, their full length album, I knew that like as me as a vinyl collector, I was like, I knew that I had to jump on getting one of their variants pretty quickly. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I was like refreshing their Instagram page all day. Cause I knew they had j- just done a, a feature on Sirius Octane. And that night I saw on Twitter that it leaked out that they kind of like an- teased that they were announcing their new album the next day. Yeah, and someone even somehow got got a hold of the track listing oh, really? of it, Jeez. and so it was out on Twitter, but they didn't make an, a formal announcement. So I was refreshing their Instagram page all day, just waiting for them to make the announcement. And sure enough, they finally did at like two o'clock my time, and I went on immediately and picked up a a vinyl variant. And then, as the day went along, they were. They were kept posting on their Instagram, like on their stories of like, oh yeah, this, this variant sold out. This one sold out now. This one sold out now. And they had like 10 and uh, like 10 different vinyl variants. So within, within two hours of them announcing their new album, they had 10,000 vinyl variants available, gone in two hours. Good for them. Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> that's actually insane. That is insane. Like, it's just crazy. So, like, clearly the hype is there. Yeah. Holy smokes. I'm excited for that album. That's going to oh, be so good. Me too. And the hype is only going to grow because, like, we don't get the album until September 17th. No, I might actually stop listening to the, like, any new singles that come out and, and wait for the album. I might too because they've already released four. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to listen to the whole album before it is released. I agree. <laughs> so yeah, um, this will not be the last time we mention them on this show, I'm sure. So be prepared. Be prepared for that. And I also found out that Courtney used to sing in a band called I Wrestle the Bear Once. Have you heard of them? Nope. I, I had... Is, is the band called I Wrestle the Bear Once? Yeah. Okay. And they're very... Interesting. And I remember like hearing about them and even listening to them a while back, but I just didn't realize it was her. Um, okay. So I went back and listened to a few other tracks and it's like, it's her mainly screaming and it's even just crazy that the transformation her voice has gone through in the last like five ish years. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'll go check it out. I'm just curious now. So. Yeah, it's not it's not great, to be honest. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. Um, like it sounds like the name. Like I wrestled the bear once. Okay. Um, cool. and speaking of, I wrestled the bear once. Uh, so, so this, um, this new song came out um, by a band called Slaughter to Prevail. Have you heard of these guys? 
No, but I'm waiting for you to resolve this segue now. <laughs> yeah. So they're a band from Russia. I've 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 heard of them and, and seen them on like a couple of bills for like metal shows and stuff in the past, but never really have gotten into them. Um what are they called again? Slaughter to Prevail. So I was I was watching another actually I think I was watching I like these reaction videos, they're kind of fun. So I was watching, um, shout out Nick Nocturnal, I was watching his reaction video to Secret Garden, the Spirit Box song, and the video that came up right after was him reacting to this Slaughter to to Prevail song, and the song is called Baba Yaga, and I, I kept seeing like just endless video clips of people reacting to this song, so I was like, what, what is this song? And Baba Yaga. And yeah, and he like reacts to the videos too. So I okay. went and watched the music video <laughs> and it is, I have a lot to say about the song itself. The music video is one <laughs> of the craziest music videos I've ever seen in my entire life. And in the music video, the lead singer wrestles a bear and it's, <laughs> and when you watch it, you're like, you're kind of thinking like, oh, this looks very real, but there's no way it's real. And then right. I found out that there was a making of the music video after, and he full-on wrestles a real bear. No. Yeah. <laughs> so they have, this, they have this, like, bear on a leash, and they have, like, he's got to be wearing some sort of, like, chain armor or something below his jacket. Because right. he, like, yeah. covers himself in blood, and, like, they have, like, this meat that they've been teasing the bear with. But you can tell the bear is clearly trained and they've got right. the bear on a leash the whole time. But like the bear is standing on its hind legs and he's standing on his hind legs and he's like actually full on wrestling the bear and the bear's like kind of like gnawing on his arm a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, but this video has in it all. Mother Russia, we d- in Mother Russia, we don't use CG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> CG uses us. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's like full-on wrestling this bear there's like there's tanks in this video there's like a game of russian roulette and they're just like drinking a bunch of vodka and it's one of the craziest music videos i've ever seen in my entire life um oh my god i'll have to go watch it for sure prepare your mind and body (laughs) um the song itself so the song itself actually really surprised me um the 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 screams and like the the vocalist is not my usual cup of tea and i know that he right. won't be your usual cup of tea either um i think it's a very like unique style of vocals but um he's he's super talented though like some of the deep like guttural screams this guy can do are actually quite impressive um but the actual song is like really good, really well crafted um, and really cool, like instrumental parts. Um, I kind of described it as like Slipknot on steroids. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, well, Baba Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, but cool. listen to it. And like, if you, it's also one of those songs that like the more I listened to it, the, better and more used to the vocals I got 
right. even though they're still not quite my cup of tea. But yeah, there's some really, really cool like instrumental parts of this song. And the yeah, like the structures of the song is really good and the like the guitar playing and writing is actually like really really good so it's definitely worth a nice. listen okay yeah and perfect yeah watch the video because holy crap <laughs> um i'll have to do that separately because otherwise the video will distract distract me from the music yeah and so give that one a listen they have a new album coming out on august 13th called called cost costolum <laughs> and uh i'll definitely check it out but this video is something else. Um, okay, moving along here because I have a lot to get to. Um, Scale the Summit. Ever heard of these guys? Nay. Um, they're, they're primarily like an instrumental band. But they just announced a new album and they have um, a bunch of guest singers on it for the first time. So I think they're going to have... Sounds like they have a, like all bunch of vocalists for the first time oh that'll be fun yeah they're really uh, apoc- it's like a, what apocalyptica did yeah exactly yeah yeah um they're really talented they're like they they were like they've done like tours with dream theater to kind of give you a sense of kind of the kind of prog instrumental they're like um okay, like cool. polyphia yeah. kind of kind of band right um so they released a new single called jackhammer ballet that uh-huh. is a really good, really good song. And again, the music video is really cool. It's the, it's the whole music video is just the guitar player. And he's just sitting on a couch in some, some weird room. And right. his guitar is all, the, the fretboard is all programmed with LED lights that every like string and fret that he touches, they light up as he touches them. And oh, so it's, it's cool. really, really, really cool to watch. And the song is really cool. Um, and that's off of their new album, Subjects. That's out June 25th. Um, but this album, it's like eight songs or something. And they have, like I mentioned, a bunch of guest vocalists. And two of them that stuck out to me, obviously, is Ross Jennings from Haken. And... Oh. Uh, apparently our podcast favorite Courtney LaPlante is fe- featuring on the album too. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, next single that was released that I want to get to an album announcement uh, that I'm super pumped about as well. Times of Grace. Did you see that? Right. They were coming out with a new album. I did. I did see that in fact. Uh, very exciting. So this is this is uh, Jesse Leach and Adam Dukowitz from Killswitch Engage, their side project. Um, and if you haven't heard, to anyone out there, I know Kyle's heard it, but if you haven't heard their very first album, uh, do it now. Go listen to it. It's very good. <laughs> Stop everything. <laughs> Don't even listen to the rest of this podcast. Yeah, turn the podcast off. <laughs> go listen to Time Space. Um, but yeah, they announced a new album, first one in... 11 years um, called Songs of Loss and Separation coming out on July 16th and the new single was called Burden of Belief and it's a great song really great 
And Jesse Leach is a big like mental health advocate. Um, so he's a he's also a really good uh, follow on Instagram because he has a website in his bio of kind of like the charity and foundation that he's with. So go and give him some love. Uh, the next one is a local band out of Calgary. And Kyle, I sent you this, I emailed you this song. Um, but it's a, new, it's a new single from a brand new band called Bear Horse. And, which is a great name, by the way. <laughs> it is a great name. I like their album cover too. Totally. Um, and they have released a new single called Ghost Ship. And um, really cool song. Uh, if you're a fan of like Deftones, uh, kind of older Queens of the Stone Age, Royal Blood, um, you'll definitely dig this song. And you may or may not hear more of them in the future, by the way. Just as a little easy oh. teasy tease. May or may not. Um, well, you, you may. <laughs> there is a there is a very good chance that uh the band is going to join us on a an episode here in the future. Right. So, keep your Um but go check that out on Spotify and Apple Music, Bear Horse. And if you're wondering, it's all lowercase and it's bear with um <laughs> What do you call that symbol? I don't know what that's. I don't know what it's called. It's, it's the symbol on your keyboard above the backslash. So that's yeah, like a straight vertical line. Straight vertical line. So it's bear straight vertical line horse. Um, <laughs> on Spotify and Apple Music, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the band will clarify for that, that for us. Um, next one that I want to get to that I think is just hilarious <laughs> is um a band called beyond deviation and they released a new single called beyond deviation 400 and they broke a guinness world record for having 400 guest vocalists feature <laughs> <laughs> feature on this album or sorry it's not an album Good job it's a single song the 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 song is 38 minutes long Oh my god. And yeah, I guess this has to be some like quarantine, like what the hell are we gonna do with ourselves kind of project. So they got <laughs> they got they wrote this song out um and wrote lyrics and then they got four hundred guest vocalists to track different parts of the song and <laughs> it's just it, it's a completely ridiculous project. Um, but believe it or not, I actually listened to all 38 minutes of this song and it's not awful. No, no, it's like, that's good. It's like, it's like kind of like black metal, death metal kind of vibe, but like it does change like quite a bit. Like it's, it's okay, like kind of cool. like atmospheric in parts and like super fast and super calm and kind of goes up and down. But what's, what is kind of interesting about it is like, Obviously, with 400 guest vocalists, like, there's a lot of, like, 
variation in how the vocals sound and it it does kind of make it interesting um but like man it's it's not easy to digest but it, <laughs> no, it's, it wouldn't be it's 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 interesting i just i mainly wanted to bring it up not as like a you have to hear what this sounds like but it's mainly just like this is really funny and how you come up with this idea i have no idea i'm definitely gonna listen to it i'll just remember that it's Mm -hmm. the same commitment as an album yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but also i was one i was thinking about it too like why would you want to do this to yourself like you imagine like producing and tracking and like thinking of like all the vocal tracks and the little parts that you'd have on your like editing software and it's like you have all the instruments first and then you have like 400 guest vocalists and like you can tell some of the parts are maybe like 10 or 15 seconds long. Right. And it's like, why would you put yourself through this? But Well, they wanted to make a statement. I think they did. Like, I've just lo- did a quick Google, and uh, it's got a lot of mentions on Reddit. Like, it's, it's blowing up in places. Yeah. And, like, they set a Guinness World Record, so, I mean, good for them, I guess. <laughs> um, Not very many people can say that for anything. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to get into before I have, I have just uh, a couple albums that I overlooked that I wanted to bring up. But do you know anything about this Eurovision contest? Only, only because <laughs> of the Will Ferrell movie. movie? <laughs> did you watch the movie? I did. Yeah. I haven't. I really liked it. I haven't seen it, and I've been wanting to watch it, but I've heard it's really My- dumb. But I still think it'd be hilarious. The general consensus is either you love it or you hate it. And I'm one of the very few that love it. And I love it. The videography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And also, I found it really funny. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like it wouldn't be that. But, like, they, it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. Oh, yeah, yeah. But fair enough. It's a catchy song. Yeah. And so, I think this... Um, the, the movie was obviously um, based off of the competition that happens in Europe every Obviously. every year yeah and so for those that don't know there's this like competition in europe called eurovision where like every country will submit one song or like one band will perform one song and then it's kind of like a like a march madness bracket type like people vote on this song and they keep moving up until they give like the 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 best a song i don't know what exactly it does um but it's kind of an interesting idea actually um Mm -hmm. so this year was and typically typically the songs that win this competition are like pop songs and like like really catchy radio like yeah like pop and easy listening kind of songs this year a metal band from italy won the best song Really? So I, f- I, felt, I felt like I had to bring them up. Um, they're called Manis- Maniskin. And that's spelled M-A-N-E-S-K-I-N. Um, if you, if you want to look them up, Kyle, I already added their one song, the song that won to our Here's What's Spinning playlist. Cool. Um, I see you also added, uh, not to put sidetrack you, but I see you also added the Santa Cruz song. I did because we talked about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want everyone to listen to what we talk about. (laughs) Um, So yeah, they wrote a song called Ziti 
Ibuani, which means quiet and good. Or I think there's a, a less literal translation that's like shut up and, and shut up and something. But anyway, right. Um, I, I obviously had to go check out the song. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it metal per se. They were classified as like metal, but um, the song is actually quite good. I, you can't understand any of the lyrics because it's all in Italian, but um, the song's definitely worth, worth a listen. But I also, there was a kind of a funny controversy that came along with this. When the band won, they had a press conference afterwards and the lead singer, it looked like he like, uh, put his face down on the table and snorted a line of cocaine in during the press conference live. <laughs> and if you see the video, it's like, it definitely looks like he does that, but he's also like very far up from the table. So I don't know if it actually, it kind of might've right. been just been like a publicity stunt. And of course they've denied everything since then, but, of course, yeah. um, I just thought that was kind of a funny, a funny story to bring up, but, um, <laughs> Also kind of cool that like a rocky metal band kind of got that recognition from such a huge competition. So no kidding. Give them, give them a listen. Mana, mana skin with ziti buani, ziti buani. Ziti buani. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> says Borat. <laughs> Kyle podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Song Productions. Phoenix Song Productions is an AV system provider and integrator specializing in live sound production and recording. Phoenix Song Productions also offers technical consultations, permanent installations, and rentals. Phoenix Song's newest offerings include live streaming consultations, on-site audio and video recording, as well as technical and creative education. Check our website at www.phoenixsongproductions.com for the next education or entertainment event. Follow us on social media. Check the show notes below for links to our website and all of our social pages. Okay, I'm almost done here. Three albums, or two albums, one EP that I kind of overlooked that I didn't, haven't mentioned yet that okay. are definitely worth a listen. Um, first one that's not even like an original album, uh, August Burns Red released their like 10th anniversary edition of leveler their their album leveler um and i wanted to just say that one it's very risky i think to like to do like reissues and re remakes of like an album especially so quickly like i know 10 years is is like a decently long time but um they and I think this is also just like a, a subject or like a product of the pandemic with people trying to figure out stuff to do. And August Burns Red has been very active during the pandemic, which I think has been impressive with like final reissues. And they've done like three or four live streams now. And they put out like a, like a B-Sides EP. But I wanted to bring up the, the 10th anniversary edition because... I can't think of another time this has ever happened where like the reissue of the original album was better than the original album. Really? Yeah. So they, they like completely remixed it, um, remastered it. And then they even like changed around a couple of the songs a little bit and like reworked 
yeah, reworked the layout of a couple of songs. One of them was um, the song Internal Canon, which they brought on Matt, ha- Matt Hafey from Trivium to do like a, a, a vocal and guitar feature at the end of the track. And it just made the okay, song yeah. that much cooler. And then on the track Pangea, they brought on uh, Misha Mansour from Periphery to do uh, some, gu- some guitar work on that. And yeah, like all the, the, the whole album just sounds better than the original album sounded. Like so much so that I went back in my library and on like my Apple Music library and I deleted the old Leveler album and I've just been listening to, <laughs> to the new one because it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they do it. And it's like such a risky, bold move in my opinion because I don't think it's like a universally loved like August Burns Red album. Like it's good, but I don't hear it get talked about a bunch. But um, I mean, props to them. Cause yeah, no kidding. It's really, it's, they really did a good job on it. Cool. Um, cool. The Devil Wears Prada, they released their Zombie 2 EP. So if you were familiar with, they released like a, a zombie and a space EP, like quite a, quite a long time ago. And I've never been like a huge Devil Wears Prada fan. I don't think you have been much either, have you? Except for the one song, Give Me Half. Give Me Half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was that on your... That's the uh, only... Was that on that um, Metal for Life compilation album you picked up that one day? It might have been, but it's like a really epic... It's a metal song that goes into um, a really cool like rock ballad part, similar to the Human Abstract, mm. Crossing the Rubicon. Right. It's got a similar feel to that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've never been like a huge fan of theirs, but I I remember when they released their zombie EP and I was like, okay, this is wicked. And then they released a space EP. Um, so it's like a mini concept album kind of thing. Um, a couple years after that, and that was even better, in my opinion. And then they've released like a few full lengths since then, and they've never really grabbed me, kind of went back to how I felt about them before. Um, so then on May 21st, they released the sequel to the zombie EP called Z2. And man, it's, I think it's, I, I wrote down, I think it's perfect. Like it's five songs long. Wow. Um, every song is really good. And one of the things I'm going to do, we'll have an episode at the end of the year where we do like our, our top albums of the year list. But I've also been doing, um, also been jotting down kind of like my favorite songs of the year. Right. Something different that I'm going to try and put into like a top 10 or top 20. Um, and the song from this EP called Forlorn, I added into the songs of the year list. Okay. Um, really like the song. Um, I mean, if you're not like a fan of their vocalists. I know their vocalist is kind of like a love them or hate them kind of type vocalist. Um, I'll just say like, again, like the song is really, really good, really well crafted. Um, 
if you can't get past the vocalist, then you can't get past the vocalist. So it's, that's fine. But definitely give the... Fair enough. Give it a... You don't necessarily have to listen to the full EP, but definitely give that Forlorn song a listen. Um, really cool. Really impressed with the EP. And the last album I want to talk about was another random find that just totally caught me off guard. Um, it was a band called Deadlights from Australia, and they released a new album, just their second album ever. Uh, it's called The Uncanny Valley. And yeah, this one just this one just completely caught me off guard and I ended up listening I was doing some like I was doing some work when I when I heard it and came across it and I ended up listening to the album like beginning to end three times in a row. Cuz I, oh, wow. I was just this like I was just like this is just super cool. Um they're 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 they have like clean vocals and like screaming vocals. They're like super atmospheric and like kind of punky and then they have like these really cool like hints of prog in there um nice but like songwriting style i would i would compare it to like vola witness that that album yeah um and then yeah like the i was trying to i was trying to think for for forever of what the the vocalist or who the vocalist reminded me of and i still can't pinpoint it but um it's just really cool and the songwriting on it is just is really great and kind of like everything has a purpose nothing feels out of place um i love that nice yeah um definitely worth checking out and i think i haven't dove into the lyrics yet but i'm pretty sure it's a concept album because there's some like reoccurring musical themes going on in there so um that's deadlights by the uncanny valley or no the other way around the uncanny valley by deadlines. yes that one <laughs> so definitely give that a give that a, a check um and i think that about does it for i told you it was a big list that is a big list and they're all albums there's so <sighs> many know, i'm sorry <laughs> okay i'll catch up maybe i should just give you like three well most of them some of them are songs that's true but I mean, yeah. and the ones, some of them I've already listened to too. Yeah. So that, that also helps. I would, I would only say just definitely listen to that holding absence album from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I will. And then after that, I mean, just go with what you feel, whatever you have time for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. One is it's, it's funny. Just like, I, I mean, it's not hard to listen to an album. It's just, I like to sit down with them and focus on them a little bit. Totally. So just, yeah. It's like I usually listen to it once while I'm driving, and I'll listen to it once I make notes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, okay, so that about does it for today. Um, yeah, we will update. I've been kind of updating the "Here's What's Spinning" playlist as I, as I kind of discover songs, mainly as like notes too, to not forget about songs. But, um, look for that in our show notes. You can go and follow that playlist, and that has everything that we are talking about and there's also a here's what's spinning playlist on apple music now as well nice so thanks again for tuning in to this edition of here's what's spinning and keep a lookout for 
Fair Horse because they are going to join us. And also a little teaser, they're potentially going to debut a new song of theirs on our show. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be, that'll probably be released closer to the end of June, maybe very beginning of July. Yeah. Um, so keep an ear, your ears out for that one. And thank you for tuning in. Make sure to listen and like and comment and follow and subscribe. We're also officially on Amazon music and audible now. So you can look for us there and uh, you can follow us. We have an Instagram page now too. So you can follow us at Adam Kyle podcast on Instagram. And other than that, stay safe, stay healthy. Keep listening to cool music. Uh, Email us some bands to check out and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Doodles. Hello, everyone. It's Kyle here. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please take a second to follow us on all of our social media. Links to our pages and any other material we talked about today are in the show notes below. Check back in next month for some additional conversation, laughs, and new music. And we wanted to give a big thank you to Adam's sister, Amanda Rishog, for designing our podcast cover image. She's a beautifully talented artist that has a tattoo shop here in Calgary called Living Prayer Tattoo. She specializes in fine line work, sacred geometry, and botanicals. Follow her online handle at Living Prayer Tattoo on Facebook and on Instagram, where you can find all of her work and booking information. And lastly, thanks again to Phoenix Song Productions for the continued technical and financial support which helped make this podcast possible. See you next time.